Is this thing on? Hello, and welcome back to SLC Voice Podcast, a podcast by students for students. I'm Brian, and today we're continuing our series of interviews with my fellow board of directors members, just in hopes of letting you all know who we are. Today we have Henry Dollar, who is a returning board member and someone I'm really been excited to work with. Henry, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, everybody. My name is Henry Dollar. Um, I've been around Canada for three years now, three years and a little bit. And uh, um, it's my second year, third year at St. Lawrence College, second year into the Bachelors of Nursing program. And I'm excited to be representing many other students on the board. That's awesome, man. I, I've heard it's a pretty intense program, but there's a lot of lot of benefit from it. So I'm sure I'm sure it's gonna be all worth the effort in the long term. For sure, for sure. So we've uh, we've interviewed myself and Ben so far, and you know, it, obviously you have a bit of a different perspective coming coming from outside of Canada. Can you explain to us like how you bring that perspective onto the board? Well, I come in on the board, actually, it was a learning curve because um, I've done a lot of student advocacy in the past, but uh, um, the board, the way it operates here is quite different there. Uh, but I think what I've brought to the board so far, as far as I'm concerned, is just a little bit of a challenge. Um, uh, it's a good culture here that people tend to respect each and everybody's opinion, and um, we tend not to um, oppose what somebody else is saying. Uh, but it's also, I think, also a good culture that we can have a uh, different perspective. And if I disagree with uh, Brian, I should be able to say, you know what, Brian, I disagree with you. And that has been uh, my little bit of a contribution on the board. It doesn't always feel comfortable, but I know that many people have uh, gotten that test from me. I, you know what, and I can attest to this, folks, it's, it's fantastic because it is really easy to get into group things sometimes. And Henry, I think, is fantastic about presenting some other opinions, including some ones where I can tell that you don't necessarily believe them, but you know that it has to be said. And I think that's really integral, especially considering we're, we're representing such a vast uh, display and disparity of people. Making sure to voice these opinions is really important, and it's, it's great that you bring it to the board. Uh, so you said like you were talking about how it's a little bit different from some prior experiences of student advocacy. What has surprised you most about this experience compared to your previous experiences? Well, in my previous experience, uh, the capacity I've served in, we, of course, make strategic uh, planning and strategic policies to lead uh, the organization. But we also are involved into day-to-day -day running of the organization. Okay. So while here, we would just make the policy and trust that uh, the people who are hired to implement them will do a good job and evaluate their performances after a particular period of time. Where I come from, it's actually actually the board or us, the team that also says, okay, this is how we are going to achieve it. You're going to do A, you're going to do B, and you're going to stop A, you're going to stop B. And so we were very much involved into almost everything. Oh, that, that's interesting. It's a, it's a whole different scope and level. So that, that would be a bit of a different experience for sure. Um, now, in talking about like how you've had experiences with like enacting change and things like that, uh, do you have any things that you're hoping to achieve with your time on the board here? 
Uh, my for the rest of my time on the board, one of the biggest interests I have right now is to advocate for uh, some um, minority groups. So okay. that's um, it's obvious some of the things affect me, but also the things that do not affect me. I think uh, the minority groups uh, we tend to have policies that say those things, but actually do not implement things that change certain norms and certain uh, atmosphere around our student uh, environment. So before I leave the board, I hope to have brought in, even if it's a beginning of a change, um, hopefully other guys that will come after me can uh, take it from there. I, I think that's powerful, man. You know, like if we live in a, in a multicultural country and Kingston, I find, is becoming increasingly multicultural. Like I, I come from Toronto originally and it's a very di different change from coming from North York, where I was a minority of uh, being Caucasian in my class. There's vast majority of uh, Asian descent or African descent. And coming here, when I was coming here, it's 12, I'm 32 now, all, all Caucasian people. And it's been beautiful seeing Kingston become more of a, like a multicultural representation. And I think it is really important that, to see more of that representation in things like the board. So the fact that you're you're actively in trying to do that and opening these doorways, I think is fantastic, man. I think it's really important. Um, cheers, man. So you talked about this. Uh, now let's talk about your schooling a little bit. Just talk about a little bit more what the program you're in. Uh, can you give us an idea of like where that's going to lead you in your career? Uh, well, the Bachelor's of Nursing, I find it has a very broad uh, branches, even after you're done. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of work, in terms of further education, there's just so much you can do with your life. Um, it's, for myself, I'm really, I don't know well what's up for me. I do believe I will continue my schooling but not immediately. I think I want to earn a little bit of money, uh, pay a little bit of uh, student debt, and then uh, hopefully um, further and do a master's, going to education, going to um, management or whatever it is. I don't know yet, but uh, I would definitely uh, further my studies after this bachelor's. That's fantastic, man. Uh, one of the things I've learned from you know my prior career and now, is the importance of just opening up as many doorways and pathways as possible. And I think you kind of have that same mentality, right? It was like, get this program done and then see what's out there because you never know what opportunities are gonna come up. And it's that's kind of the kind of fun of it, meeting in school and trying to explore all these different routes and clubs and things like that and just seeing what happens, right? And Brian, so, I talk to people sometime and they tell me, um, I want to do A, B, C and they have, um, almost all their life mapped out yeah the little and pathways that's, that's good but from my experience my life has always had unexpected turns i did this bachelor's uh, before in namibia i did three years okay. i had one more year to go before i graduated and i moved and everything was got thrown into trash so oh, you, no. you can never really have like a definite plan if you have that you get really disappointed you get frustrated. Um, it's good to have like a broad view, but yeah. let life play out and make decisions as opportunity present themselves to you. Uh, yeah, man, flow like flow like a river, right? You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're tree branching and you're broken, I, I definitely feel that. And I think it's a good lesson for anybody to learn, especially with, with how quickly the world is shifting around us. Oh man, being able to, to be multifaceted and changing with the times is a beautiful thing. So. 
you're you're ambassador of uh, science and nursing. What is it that interests you about this field of study? Like, why did you want to get into it? Um, growing up, I've always uh, loved and was passionate about um, treatment and healing and all okay. that kind of thing. I remember just being a child and maybe any of my siblings who had themselves and now like um, rub some leaves or tell them to take some water. So it's been something that I grew up loving. Uh, of course, in the environment where I grew up, uh, the professions that are usually up around that we see that a kid grows up dreaming, they're very limited. You okay. either see yourself as a health profession, a doctor, a nurse, or you're a teacher, or like very limited options. So mine was that. I just grew up loving medicine and uh, healthcare. When I graduated high school in Namibia, I didn't have the grades to go into medical school. Okay. Um, so the next thing closest to that was uh, nursing. I thought I'll do nursing and uh, and um, I'll love it. And I did it and I loved it. And um, I came here, I had the option of switching, but I thought, no, I think I oh, love no? what I was doing. Um, although it's going to be four or five years wasted, but uh, I think this is where I belong. I'm going to do it again. And so that's why I'm doing it. I got to disagree with something, man. It wasn't wasted. You you already learned about it. Right? You know what I mean? Like, it's time you spent. You don't think you wasted it, though, my friend. But uh, I... It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I, I see you in that regard, man. Yeah. I, I do think it's interesting though. you're talking about, like, you know, nursing versus, you know, like medical school. And I think one thing that the pandemic has highlighted is the importance of all the people in our healthcare system. And I, and I think there has been finally some shift towards seeing the importance of nurses and the other people that are involved in medicine and just not being just doctors. And hopefully that kind of just leads to some, some better changes within the healthcare system, from what I understand. Um, now, you, you spent some time in being around medicine and learning about this and like all these aspects of healthcare. What are some things that you've learned that you could pass along to like, either someone coming into your program or just like a lay person? Like, what are some things that might be interesting? Oh, nursing is very broad. And uh, depending on what um, your interests are, uh, people pick up different things. For me, it's always been like, don't uh, also limit yourself. Sometimes I find that health professionals, we become very comfortable. We look at somebody and because of what we know the science tells us and the experience we have and we are almost sure or oh, this must be a bacterial infection or this must be a fungal infection and that has not always been the case so for me i would tell people if you really love it um like always question you know just question even if you think you are sure of this just ask yourself what if it's not you know and um i think you must be very curious um in the health profession Things are changing rapidly, especially in the last few years. Um, science and technology is taking all, uh, taking over a lot of uh, the things that were manually and humanly done. So like our profession is becoming very, very competitive. If people yeah. want to either do it or also excel in it, um, but it is still very broad and uh, people that love it, enjoy it. I, I feel that, man. And it's interesting over so far these couple of questions you know teaching and learning and helping people and questioning things have come up multiple times so i think you're in the right field man <laughs> it seems like you're gonna have a lot of fun with this it's like as you said you know with how quickly things advance 
the people that are, that are interested in and in wanting to question things and look for new pathways, I think they're going to be the ones that succeed. So I, I think you have the mentality for that. So I'm hoping it goes well for you, man. Thanks, man. Okay, so I think we've, you know, we touched on some more of these serious topics. Now let's just talk about some silly things, you know, just let, let people know you, you the person, not just you the student or the board member. So what's a talent that no one could guess you have just by looking at you? A talent? Man. Yeah, a talent. I have no talent, man. Oh, yo, don't, don't lie to me. Truth, I'm just a regular guy <laughs> trying to figure out life. I, <laughs> I, have, I have no special, I have let me tell you my talent. My talent is All not right. being able to learn music. I tried <laughs> to learn music like five times. I dropped out each time I tried. Oh, no way. I tried in a religious context in a church where I was encouraged to learn music, dropped out. I joined a choir, dropped out. I took personal classes outside of uh, curriculum, dropped out. <laughs> I, paid, I paid for class for music, dropped out. So I just, at this time, I just gave up. I have a talent for not learning music. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic, man. You know, you know how like, how there's like, in, in the world, you know, there's opposite pose and there's always like an external force. I have a buddy of mine, I swear to God, every instrument he picks up, he can just play five minutes and it's infuriating. So I, I've now met people on the, on the opposite end of the spectrum. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now I'm not trying to hammer home your lack of musical ability. But what are three songs that you can listen to on repeat? Three songs, man. I don't know. Just because because of what I just told you, <laughs> I think I'm lying. But like my playlist changes all the time. Truth. And it's all a variety of stuff. Sometimes I'm listening to um, like religious music. Sometimes okay. I'm listening to rap. Sometimes. Okay. Um, uh, like traditional, like my home country, traditional raw music okay. where there's no instrument, maybe just drums. Oh, cool. So I listen to all kind of stuff. And I don't think I have like um, particular music that I listen to all the time. Yeah. Some music comes into my playlist and I listen to it over a hundred times. And then after a while, maybe I lose test. I don't know. Just, just add new ones and forget the old ones. I feel it, man. Like uh, when I answer this one, I have three songs, and afterwards I'm like, oh wait, I just said this song, this song, this song. So I know what you mean, man. It's I, I find I, I match my music with my moods. So you know, like if I'm if I'm sitting down to study, I, I'm putting on like some of those lo-fi channels and just like listen to that for like five or six hours, and when I want something else, I have to listen to this style, you know. So I, I think switching up is is part of the human experience, right? Especially as you get older, you you listen to more music. It's great. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about where you're from. Now, what's like a food dish from your home country that you think like would be popular here? Or what's a food dish that, that you know that you think people would like to try? Um, there's a dish that is very, 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 very popular at home and surrounding countries. Okay. It is called ugali. Okay. This is uh, made of uh, cassava flour, okay. or yam flour, uh, or corn flour. So basically, you you warm up or boil some water, and you put the flour in, and you cook, and it becomes this. Um, uh, it has an appearance like dough, but it's not yeah. really dough. And so you use that to eat it with any kind of soup or stew. Um, so people would have like some vegetable and maybe some meat or fish, um, but mm. it's super super popular. We will eat it. January to December and no problem. 
So it's 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 a even here I try to get it. Sometimes I have to travel to Ottawa just to oh, get yeah? flower. So that's how much we love it. All right. Well, if we do a border direct, if we do like a little student association pollock or something, I'll make like a I'll make a nice Irish Canadian stew. You make some of the ugali. We'll mash it together and we'll have uh, we'll have a fun little dish, my friend. Kill it, man. Oh hell yeah. Okay. Uh, do you, you are you a pet person? Are you an animal person at all? What's that? Are you like a pet person? Like, do you have any pets? Pets? Uh, no, no, I am not a pet. <laughs> We've had a few cats like living uh, in my family. Some people love really cats in my family. So I grew up not minding cats. I still have a problem with dogs, maybe because I was beaten by one when uh, I was a kid. But uh, yeah, I'm just like personally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother getting a, a pet. If somebody <laughs> had one, I'll tolerate it. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. And man, honestly, I, it seems like you're a busy dude. And I think, uh, you know, with the nursing medical field, you're going to be busy a lot. So cats or dogs are not the most conducive to that lifestyle, right? Like uh, when I was a cook, I didn't, I had cats and they're great. And I still have cats now. But man, I find dogs, there's so much work. I, I can't handle that. I don't, I don't have that level of responsibility. <laughs> Man, are you talking about these things? I, I lived, like, just before I moved here, I was in a place and my neighbor had, like, three dogs. And I thought, how do you live your life with three dogs? You have to walk them. You have to take them to the vet. You have to, like, in the middle of winter, January, February, you have to walk yeah, them know. three times. I thought you are very committed to these <laughs> things. Yeah, I'm not about that life, man. <laughs> All right, so... As we wrap up here, like, what's something that um, what's something that you you would like your fellow students to know about you? Um, I want students to know that Henry will rarely approach somebody if doesn't know them. Okay. But Henry can be approached by anybody, almost anybody. You can meet me, stop me. I will stop if I'm super busy. I give you my contact. We can reconnect. But Henry will almost stop for anybody. But he really looks for people. All right, I like that, man. That's good. That's good. I, I'm, I'm kind of like I'll stop and talk with anyone. Like if I'm just like walking through the place and like I'll stop and talk with anyone. But same thing, you know. If, if you guys want to stop by the rest, apparently in the hallway, we're more than willing to talk. I think me not talking to people has to do with this being a new environment for me. Yeah, yeah. it's not a personality thing. Uh, I don't always know what people are thinking. I don't always know what people are at. I don't know how to rightly read somebody and know this is an approachable time approachable atmosphere it's good to start a conversation i don't know that so to be safe i've decided you know what i'll just i won't bother anybody no that's fair man you know it's different environments have different social cues and contacts and when you're not from an area it definitely it's harder to break into that so. in 10 years i'll be talking to everybody <laughs> i don't doubt it my man <laughs> okay uh, so I think that's going to wrap up for the time we have today, folks. Uh, thank you so much for coming on here, Henry. I think it's been a great conversation. Joy having you on here. Uh, hopefully everyone out there has learned a little bit more about Henry and about what we do on the board. Um, Henry, do you have anything you want to shout out? Um, to all the students coming to the college this year, um, you guys are going to rock it. Uh, make campus uh, your place on it. Um, if you have challenges, reach out. If you have things to celebrate, celebrate it. Uh, it's a big, crucial time of your life. 
So don't waste it and uh, don't allow yourself to be all um, groomy and uh, sad and uh, cornered. Make the best uh, use of it. Enjoy it. Perfect. I love it. Okay, so that's going to do it for us today, guys. Uh, so find us on Instagram at the SA Voice Podcast or on YouTube, Apple Music. Follow the uh, like the Student Association on Instagram for all kinds of fun events and details. You can follow our board work on there too. Uh, you know, guys, just get involved, have fun, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Cheers.